0: I'm a mess I do my makeup in the car Pulling up
1: 6.30 when I told you 6 o'clock I admit I'm always about to fall apart But you would never notice Cause I make you think I'm not You're staying on lonely
2: J.D.'s back. Tell her friend. I don't know why. I was trying to sing something. You started off singing something, and I it was in my head the song, and I can't think of it. Were you gonna
1: like play off a word? No. Allah.
2: Say. I don't remember. What how was it, the damn show? Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. No. You, when you first started singing, I was like thinking it was a different song, but I was like waiting for the mid <laughs> for the for the beat to drop for what I thought it was, drop. and it wasn't. So that's why I just had a stroke. And Sorry to watched disappoint. You. That's okay. That's Eminem stupid. never flops. He though. doesn't. Flop. Just saying. Just yeah. saying. Um, hey guys, how are you? hope Hopefully you're good. good. Yeah, because we're actually we're doing really good today. We're early in the day. We just did all of our housekeeping items. Yep. Y'all, the ugly Christmas sweater party, you might be tired of us hearing about it. I'm I'm excited. It is going to be so fun. I showed Spencer our swag bags. Like, are they not the freaking cutest? Very cute. They're so cute. And we were talking about like the decor, the vibe. Y'all know we know how to throw a party. If you went to Dallas or you saw our stories, we know how to throw a party. <laughs> so, if we do say so ourselves. <laughs> I mean, I'm humbly saying that, but I feel like that's okay if we know we're good at throwing a party. One of my favorite
1: um, troll comments about the Dallas show, just like random, oh. was somebody was like, um, they're like, oh, so they scammed people into coming to Texas to listen to them sing karaoke. Wilson Phillips badly. <laughs> I said, first of all, it
2: wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Secondly, I, that was the f- we didn't have to scam nobody, nobody, and honestly, that was the top moment of the show for me. I'm not even kidding, other think- than the opener when I got to say, What's up, Dallas? uh, four <laughs> times because once wasn't enough, but and our opening was Jack truly right. And so, that singing at the end, because like that was every dream I've ever wanted singing on the lights, on the stage. Cordless microphone where I can like really dance and vibe, you know. It get wasn't into it. Vibe jive. Yeah, really get into it. Like that was it. I mean, that was worth it for me. People are hounding us to um figure out our twenty twenty three shows. We too. So have, I've been hounding you. I, oh. I followed Spencer's ass out last week and I was like at her car talking to her. And so cold. I'm just saying, not just you, other people too. <laughs> yes, I know. No, it's gonna be good. And we have a little bit of a different layout for that. I'm excited yeah. for it now that the monkey's off our back. But this this party that we're gonna do, y'all, you gotta come. You, you have to. If you're here, come. We get it, uh gas prices are a little high, so we understand that you can't fly in for this one next year. You can. Um, but I'm excited. Yeah. We are less than a week away. I know. Wow. This, you know, what sucks. Like I love this season. This is
1: the mm-hmm. the best season. The best two months of the year are November and December for me. Okay. And they fly by because I'm so busy that I don't actually get to
2: enjoy them. And that, that, that really does sucks. That sucks, Spencer. Actually, that really does suck. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I think it's easy. It's actually a perfect talking point for like black Friday sales and just the shopping in general that's taking place right now. And I'm, absolutely guilty of it I did a lot of Christmas shopping though mm-hmm. for myself and other people <laughs> that's the problem with the sales is I don't buy for anybody else yeah I buy for me no well do you ever buy gifts on Black Friday and then like Mike's always like I need a I need ideas and I need some new Uggs because if you've seen my stories that I've accidentally put my Ugg and I have a peep toe my no you don't whole this is second pair I'm like <laughs> what is wrong with that one toe it's like so selfish orientation it's like get me out of here <laughs> get back in that Ugg and brave yourself. Um, But I got two pair of Uggs and they were on sale. So I was like, well, Mike can just give me the money for that, which feels weird, but whatever. I need some new Uggs and if that's what you want. But I did buy stuff like that. But I bought a lot of stuff for like people in my life because the sales were okay. Spencer, you said when when you got here, they weren't that great. No, like I'm sorry. A Black Friday sale is not 20% off. It's
1: Mm -mm. not 30% off. I want that shit to be like 90% off. I want it to be free. As,
2: I mean, <laughs> I want to pay wanna... taxes. I'll pay taxes and shipping and handling from you to hand it to me. <laughs> right. But outside of that, yeah, right. But no, remember, like, forty percent. I feel like standard for twenty percent. Uh, no, especially, well, the climate of lower shopping has changed. Influencers have codes all the time, pretty much, yeah. you know, and then if they don't have a code then there's a site code or both at the same time right. or sign up for emails and texts for an extra 10% or for 15, whatever it is. So yeah, you're right. Like no one's going out of their way, getting up at 4am to save $4 on something. Right. It used to be like 40 to 60% off, like on average for stuff. And that I'm like, yes, sign me up. I'm, I'm doing it. Right. But I well, and the other thing is it's not just one day anymore,
1: no. which honestly it's a damn month. Yeah. It's Black Friday. It started like fucking Halloween. But it really did. <laughs> it's like black month. But so it takes some of that like sense of urgency out, right? Like right. so and also it increases the accessibility of the sale. So companies can't literally just give all their shit away,
2: much to my dismay. Right.
1: Well, for a whole week,
2: like they can on one day. Exactly. Well, I would rather wait for the one day and it be a steeper sale. And then that's it. You miss it. You either get it or you don't. Not drag it out. But, you know, See, and I'm kind of opposite, actually.
1: Really? I mean, even though I'm complaining about the sales not being great uh-huh. for me, one, you couldn't pay me to go to the stores on Black Friday. No,
2: I mean, online, it doesn't necessarily have to be in the store. I'm saying just the one day of like a big sale, like even online. Yeah, but even then, like then I have to take the day off. Oh, wow! To
1: like shop, true. You know, yeah. And I, you know I what? would just rather pay more to shop at my leisure. Um, okay. And also, okay. You don't have this problem. I can tell you right now, you don't have this problem. I'm an overthinker about purchases. No, nope, I, don't I have will. Yeah, I will him and ha and debate with myself for days over a purchase. I'll wait until the very last minute. I okay. was placing orders at 2 a.m. last night. Race against the clock before the sales went away. Really? I've been I've had stuff in my cart for four days and couldn't make up my mind. Do I really need this? Do I do I actually need this or do I just want this? Is is it going to be something that I have forever? Does it have any longevity? Like I l- literally exhaust my brain. Mm-hmm. Going back and forth over whether I should buy a fucking $75 sweater. Right.
2: I, yeah, what? I get that. No, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I thought you were literally I, asking me why. I was like, no, no. I get
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, just, no, I, that's I totally how my understand. brain is. That's how I am. That's why Robbie won't come shopping with me in stores. <laughs> oh, you do it in the store? Oh, I can't. Yes. I will literally fill my cart and then walk around for an hour debating over whether or not I need the items in my cart.
2: You know what I do? I will immediately walk in to target have no chill and just start throwing shit in my buggy and then by the time i get to the checkout i'm like god i got that ew i don't even want that that was like so an hour and a half ago i don't even want this anymore <laughs> i, I do that back. too that's why i him and haw for an hour i <laughs> yeah. just stare at my cart and okay, I, walk I around. Do, yeah i do that um but you know what i thought was interesting So I was shopping on a website and it has messaged me. I have stuff in my cart, right? So it knows what you have in your cart. It has messaged me three times with additional discounts on top of like what it said on their site. So the first one was like, it's a secret sale, um, 30% off wide just for you. And then that was at 8.31 a.m. And then today at 9.37, holiday season is here and we're setting 100% of the carbon emissions from your orders, cool, right? Sent another additional code for that. And then we know you wanted it. So here, we saved your cart for you, dot, dot, <laughs> Like, stop harassing Literally. me. Literally. And honestly, I was just thinking about the shirt. Like, just relax. Also, if you back me into a corner,
1: I'm not going to buy it. I'm just saying. Right, You guys should know by now, and so should all the people that email me and I shop with. They should just know. Right. Back baby into a corner,
2: she's going to revolt. You are like that. You're like, (laughs) if everyone's doing this, I'm going the opposite way. Literally. I'm not mad about that, though. That's that's what makes you you. It sure is, for better or for worse. So... I mean, speaking of shopping, I found this ring on Uncommon Goods. So if anyone's looking for a gift to get me, I shared it on our stories. (laughs) Did you see that cute heart ring that I shared? I didn't. When I did our Uncommon Goods um, little story yesterday. No, I've been trying to keep up with our stories. We had 19,000. I do apologize. So many. We had a lot. But they have like the cutest stuff. So I was on their site yesterday because I was trying to just share. People have asked us obviously for doing gift guides or like just random stuff. Mm Mm-hmm about what to get people they have cute like golf ball whiskey glasses so I like posted like a little collage sort of of that kind of thing on our stories but they have jewelry so I was just like I love rings or earrings or whatever and they have this really cute like hammered heart ring it's so adorable and y'all we have 15% off and they have kids' stuff, too. I haven't really looked at all of their kids' stuff. I think when I used to really shop Uncommon Goods, it was before I was a mom. And that's mm-hmm. where I would buy, like, white elephant stuff. Like, a lot of people have asked us about white yes, elephant. Yes, yes. And so I was on their site. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, some of their kids' stuff is super cute, too. Like, I love just all of that. Well, then I guess it comes as no
1: surprise to everybody here that this episode is sponsored by Uncommon
2: Goods. No, is it? It is. Well, y'all can go to uncommongoods dot slash swiping up to get fifteen percent off. That's uncommongoods dot com slash swiping up for fifteen percent off. Don't ma- don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon goods, we're out of the ordinary. They really do have like
1: great gifts, hostess gifts, out of control. Yes. Um. Okay. So half ass headlines. Let's just get right into it. The first thing that I want to talk about is some Photoshop flops
2: that oh. are happening.
1: Okay, Mm, can't wait. Okay, so the first one is Kendall Jenner is Mm -hmm. getting a bunch of heat because she is basically caught photoshopping her waist. Right, right. You are a fucking supermodel. You're a supermodel. Yeah. What are you doing photoshopping your already perfect, beautiful body?
2: Even outside of like being a supermodel and being super thin and tall and having that look. There's two things that I have an issue with. One, that you feel the need that you have to do it. Like it's truly a mental thing for, I think women. For sure. And it does speak to the fact that everybody has body anxiety and insecurities. Yes. And it's like, if you feel the need to have to do that, that's so sad. Like she's already what probably 95% of women want to be, or think we mm-hmm. want to be, you know what I mean? You look at her, you're like, you're tall, you're a supermodel, you're thin, like has quote the perfect body of like what people, right. You know the what I'm beauty, saying? The beauty norm
1: standard, whatever. Right.
2: But then yet you, you still have her obviously unhappy with her body that she's cinching her waist in a little bit. And it's like, what are you doing? And like, also it makes me sad. And I've said this before about that family, these little girls that they're raising, not her obviously, but like her nieces and stuff, it's like they're seeing that. And they also like see their moms like morphing into just different people. That's really hard. They're not even going to look at their parents. They're going to be like, mom, did you have me? Your nose isn't mine. Mommy, whose nose do I have? Oh, honey, we'll we'll get you mine when you're 16. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's just so sad. you know. know. I mean, really it is. And that was kind of like the second thing that I was going to say is just like, These kids were they're growing up to where social media is so freaking damaging to this. The image of what is normal. I my gosh. But here's the
1: here's the thing. Yes, it is. I definitely agree with that. But I also feel like there's this whole other section of the younger like the Gen Zers that are coming up on social media and they're the opposite. They're more themselves than I've seen anybody. Good. Yeah. Like, and you don't see
2: it as much on on Instagram. I mean, that is just the reality of because it. Because Instagram was perfectly curated feeds for so long that that's the mentality behind it. But right? even
1: the girls, uh, yes, absolutely. But even the 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 girls that are on TikTok that are showing up on TikTok, no makeup, messy hair, scrub clothes, just themselves, normal, comfortable, whatever. Mm -hmm. Even they're using Instagram as their perfectly curated space. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is why people are gravitating so much more and continue to be to TikTok because we're ready for that that comfortability. Oh my god! Yeah, it's such a job that are just
2: like
0: yeah, literally us, jumping on real people, right,
2: right. <laughs> but also, remember, I guess it's probably been maybe a year, a year and a half ago that I was like, I'm not using filters anymore. It's just not good. Like, it's just, it is so bad for you to look at yourself perfect in the filter, and and so I stopped. And I'm not even kidding with you. It really made a big difference in how I viewed myself because it wasn't like, like if you had a filter on and then you like open your camera and it was the front facing and it was like actually what you look like, you're like, ugh because you were so used to looking at yourself in a filter and it took me a long time to come out of like that and being comfortable with it because it is hard to look at yourself sometimes like Listen, especially I'm in the summer just guilty of yeah using I mean and I get it like I totally was the same way but when I stopped doing it and now that I look at myself in the camera I'm like oh that's just what you look like because that's also what I look like in the mirror and to you that it's like it's so much better for your mental health to do that I think too because no one's perfect but that's why we always get the messages about Krista Horton and like how she just jumps on she doesn't care yeah. She literally would just jump on and she's not like perfectly made up. And well, even like and people,
1: you always talk about MB. But this is a perfect example to bring her up because mm-hmm. she used to exclusively use one filter that made her eyes really large and okay, blurred yeah. out her skin. And like that was she didn't even look like herself. She kind of looked like a cartoon version of herself, which she's literally one of the most beautiful yes, people she ever and now she she kind of did away with that because mm-hmm. people not called her out but for lack of a better term called her out mm-hmm. on always using i think it was a snapchat filter okay and she was like i'm just listen like i i never wanted to come on here without a filter and now she does all the time she never filters and i honestly think that it's only benefited Yes, her it trains audience, your brain. Yeah. That's
2: exactly, that's I can literally speak to that. That's exactly how I was saying. Like, it trains your brain. If you're looking at yourself in a filter all the time, when you look at yourself of what you really look like, you're not going to be happy with that. Mm-hmm. But guess what? That's the reality. That is your reality of what you look like. Yeah. So that's why I think filters are just tough, but... It's, it's hard too when, you're, when we're looking up to these women that are like supermodels and like I literally look up to them because they're so much taller than I am that I'm like, bitch, like why do you need to cinch in your waist? What are you doing? You are perfect the way you are in your own right. And it's just so sad for the – I guess if it's changing for the newer generations, that is great, but it just sucks for the newer seemingly. generation. I mean it just right.
1: – I can't imagine 10 years ago seeing – you know, the, the people that would have been considered, like, influencers, even though 10 years ago it really wasn't a thing. Yeah. But, like, coming on and not, you know, even so many of the bigger accounts on Instagram that people follow, they're not getting on, you know, without makeup and mm-hmm. lash extensions and everything else. They still get on. Like, even, yeah. I'm not going to say any names, but you know who I'm talking about. They got almost a million followers. Some of these
2: Oh, oh 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 yeah, 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 like those yeah, girls you're like, right,
1: even when they get on no makeup, just woke up really well, your hair looks fucking perfect and you still have
2: caterpillars on your eyelids right so newsflash we didn't wake up like that trust me, <laughs> <laughs> I wish okay. no, it's a lot, but yes, get I can't wait for the next one, okay, so you've seen the picture I've seen it, so
1: Jesse James Decker has come under fire for she's being accused of photoshopping abs on her kids Mm -hmm. and when i tell you when i first saw this picture Mm -hmm. on it was on my feed yeah and i was scrolling and i stopped dead in my tracks and looked at this and was like what the fuck is this okay do i think that her children are probably pretty fit yeah She's very fit. She's married to a professional athlete. Like, they live an active lifestyle. I bet her kids are are muscular. Yeah. Do I think that she definitely filtered the photo and used like a sharpening tool, whether it was inadvertent or not, that mm-hmm. she was making their abs stick out as if they were fucking
2: bodybuilders? Yeah. Yeah. I think she did that too. Yeah. So... Interesting, interestingly enough, I saw it too and I was like, Oh my God, that's wild. So then I went to her videos and her son really is. This is a screenshot from a video. Oh no, they for sure yes. have. So yeah. I think it's less about like people are coming at them being like, they're, people are asking. What the kids' diet regimens are. I can't with that shit. Yeah. He eats goldfish, probably, like whatever. And they're active kids. And I am going to defend her a little bit on this because I screenshotted a picture. I think it's Forrest, is the little one. Is that right? The youngest one, the little boy? Not sure. I th- it's the littlest one. I think it's Forrest. And I screenshotted her video and he has abs just like the photo. I definitely think she filtered it or put a preset or oh, something yeah. and I'm sharpened not saying the tool. That I think she. Photoshopped abs on her kids. Right, right, I think right. her
1: kids do
2: have abs. They have abs,
1: but I also think that whatever she filter, accentuated it. Correct. Yes, whatever I agree. filter she used, it accentuated it. And in this day and age, where you, it's such a calculated choice to post your children on the internet. Yeah. And that's going to lead into uh, our next topic. Mm-hmm. But it's such a calculated choice to put your children on the internet. In the first place, when Mm -hmm. there are so many fucking creeps out there and pedos. Oh, totally. And you are going to put something up. And maybe she looked at it and thought it was totally normal. Yeah. But the reality is, it was a jarring photo. Like, for me, like, it literally stopped me in my tracks. And people are reacting to it for a reason. Yeah. That... That's one level of right. it. Right. The other level yes. is what you and started to say. That's
2: where my problem is. Like, I totally agree. It, it absolutely... I was like, damn, her kids. Like, they're ripped up. And obviously... In other photos, they're not like that. So you know, there's a lot of things that go into it. Like sometimes when Fisher sits a certain way, like I think I've told you this. Someone messaged me and was like, "Oh, he looks a little bloated. Does he poop every day? Because he had like a belly." I swear to God, all my life. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, he poops every day. Like,
0: also, and then there's kids other kids have
2: bellies. Some, and then especially they after don't. they, well, especially after they eat. Right? Because when we're as Fisher's, an adult, you kind of can you hold yeah. your core in, you know. Same thing with kids. Like there are certain photos that she might have been like flex or not even her. Let's take her out of it for a second. But like kids will stand in a certain way and they're like, you know, they do look a little bit more like ripped. And then other photos, their little bellies are relaxed or whatever. Like and whatever. And do look like they're flexing in this photo. For sure. But my biggest problem, and I do think it's terrible. Like you, exactly what you're saying. You know, in a world, of, you got to be really careful about who sees your photos, especially really with that many people. Because yes, yeah, like there are some gross people out there, and that is the sad reality that anyone can get their hands on. Your kids' photos, which is terrifying. I swear to God, and I've talked to y'all about this before. It makes me not want to put Fisher on the internet sometimes because it is scary to think like, who is seeing this? But on the flip side, it's like yeah, whatever. But the the biggest problem I have with this is people being like, oh, what are their what are their diet plans? What? Are, and I don't know how she responds to that because that will be very telling. But like, ew. like their kids. Like, Literally are we that self obsessed? Right? Are we that obsessed? Like. My problem is people wanting to aspire their children to be like this. That is the issue. If they're naturally active and they're ripped and they're whatever. Now, that doesn't mean coaching behind the scenes being like, honey, flex your muscles. Stand like this. I don't believe in that shit. That's terrible. That is right. not good to do. But for people to like aspire for that, I have a big issue there. Because it's like, what are you teaching your kids? Like, what are you going to do? Go to them and be like, hi, honey, Forrest Decker only eats um, four Four heads of broccoli, two asparaguses. Right. Or asparagus as- asparagus, <laughs> Whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Like, why are we want like why would you look at that as a parent and think like that did not cross my mind when I saw the photo? I was like, damn, those abs. Like, that's wild. I never was like, Oh, let me put Fisher on that diet. But people are fucking sick. Crazy. Crazy. And that's where I had like the biggest issue was when I was reading, I was like, people really are wanting to put their like Again, that's just mind blowing. Get your kids outside. Get (laughs) them playing.
1: Feed them healthy foods and let them live their little childhood lives.
2: Right. Like, don't. Oh, my God, I can't. But it it is. It is a wild world that we live in. Mm. Yeah. No, that's really twisted. It
1: is. That's wild to me. So speaking of twisted. Yeah. The Balenciaga shit. So, okay, this popped up. This is why I need to get you on TikTok. You do need to get me because this news broke on TikTok. People were going ham oh, about I saw this it right away
2: before it was mainstream. Oh, they okay. were making videos about it. Okay, the TikTok detectives were on it. I follow one account. I'm not going to say it on here. I'll tell you after. Uh-huh. I follow oh, yeah. uh, an account, and they're always um, on. In in, they're in the know. They are <laughs> imagine that
1: but yeah anyways um okay so if you are living under a rock then you probably haven't heard about the balenciaga controversy so they put out the images for their 2023 line on their website and it was full of little like child pedophilia egg What's it, Easter eggs? That's yeah. what they call it. Like,
2: yeah. like really background. sick. So
1: it started off, people were outraged about the initial image, which right. was of a child standing, I think it was on a bed, holding a teddy bear that was decked out in like bondage, right. leather outfit, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, And people alone with that, it was just kind of like, no, that's weird. Right. What are you doing? Right. And then we start finding out all these other things. So then there's another image where there's a court document um, on, on the, the table, table and it has to do with, um, I forget what it, what it's actually called. This is why these are called half-ass headlines, but um, <laughs> it's basically about this. It's an actual court filing and it's something along the lines of like protecting the rights of pedophiles. Sh- pedophiles. Yeah. 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 Um, that's fucking sick especially in a campaign with images of children. Right. Which were supposedly children of Balenciaga employees that approved all of the um, images. And mm-hmm. so they're coming out and defending the photo shoot, saying, Oh, the kids had a great time on set. Nothing nefarious happened, whatever. um And then there was uh, every image, it was like they kept coming because people kept digging for it. Once we found one, we found another. So then, yep. then there's another image, um, and there's a stack of books on a desk. Mm-hmm. And one of the titles of the books is this artist. And it's a super controversial book because his art. Did you see this? Mm -mm. So his art is paintings of all these naked children covered in blood. And they're playing with like adult human limbs and holding up like severed heads. And it's
0: it's very twisted. The
1: genitalia are part of the imagery like it is. It's it's a lot. There's. It's yeah. too much, and in a it's world so where gross. and the tolerance, tolerance
2: of people, well, that's just it. We what, know what the entertainment happening?
1: industry is sick is sick we know that pedophilia is a thing right um we know that celebrities cover it up it's like mm-hmm. a dark dirty secret politicians cover it up like this mm-hmm. isn't just this isn't like some cockamamie hollywood theory. is so
2: but the thing is is like when we were younger hollywood was this glorified glam life like everybody wanted to be in hollywood and everybody wanted to do this And it's like, as the years have gone on and like screenshots or people are getting brave enough to speak out and people are writing memoirs, people are talking about it. You're hearing about all of this stuff that happened 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And it's like now for someone to come around and like make this such a mainstream, like super cash, like ad, uh, what? And for parents to sign off on it and be like, yeah, that's a great. Oh, love that. Love the creative mind behind this. Um, Huh? And here's the thing, like it's very
1: clear that these sets were meticulously designed and put together. I can only imagine how many eyeballs had to get on all of this to get approval every step of the way. Lawyers. I mean, everybody like this doesn't just this is a billion dollar fashion house. Like it doesn't just you don't just throw together a photo shoot and not think anything of it. Like they hired huge set design companies. Like everybody had their eyeballs on this and everybody was complicit and said that it was okay. And that is sick. And then people are waiting on, you know, Kim Kardashian is most, infamously yep. the tied to it and yeah spokesperson of balenciaga and in my opinion her Office acknowledgement stupid ass <laughs> well <wow, laughs> that too
2: but her acknowledgement of everything was so half-assed well and she disingenuous. said she reiterated basically what they said right like didn't she just basically say exactly what balenciaga had said she didn't really put her well own so words balenciaga
1: has taken no accountability
2: they blamed it on the set design company mm-hmm. who they're now suing for which $25 million. Is, which is bullshit because bullshit. you're not going to tell me that you didn't say you, you did not go into it and say, Oh yeah, we're just blindly going to trust you.
1: No, you that's didn't. What I'm, that's what no. I'm saying. Like the set design company is reflective of your brand, of your yeah. brand and your design, your, your creative input. Right. They're putting it together, but ultimately you're the design house. You're yeah. the fashion. house. Your name is
2: on it. And again,
1: all the eyeballs on
2: it. And from that the means top down. you take the fall. You are the person held responsible because that is your brand. That is your ad that you are letting represent you. That's your dumbass stupidity. Yep. So now they're suing the, the
1: um, design company for $25 million. So that's a whole nother thing, but right. they still aren't, they're apologizing. They are saying they're going to, you know, change the way that they look at future campaigns or whatever. Yeah. But they're not, late. they're not taking accountability. So people were of course waiting for, uh, Kimberly to make her statement. Did you see that like, they deleted their stuff? The, I'm not surprised. <laughs> no, they absolutely should. So her, her, um, Post said, I've been quiet for the past few days, not because I haven't been shocked or outraged by the recent Balenciaga campaigns, but because I wanted an opportunity to speak to their team to understand for myself how this could have happened. As a mother of four, I have been shaken by these disturbing images. The safety of children must be held with the highest regard, and anything against it should have no place in our society, period. I appreciate Balenciaga's removal of the campaigns and apology. Really didn't apologize, but okay. No. Uh, In speaking with them, I believe they understand the seriousness of the issue. And of course, because they're taking a huge financial hit, that's all they they care about. Yeah. And will take the necessary measures for this to never happen again. And then on the next story slide, she says, as for my future with Balenciaga... I am currently re-evaluating my relationship with the brand, basing it off of their willingness to accept accountability for something that should have never happened to begin with and the actions I am expecting to see them take to protect children. Well, let me tell you right now, if she continues to work with Balenciaga, she's a fucking fake yep. and she and, doesn't care about her kids. And listen, care and about- you guys know I'm not, a, I'm not a Kardashian hater, but yeah. this is like, Sorry, you're making this statement. They have, they're very clear about not taking any accountability for this themselves. Right.
2: And so, yeah, no, If you and
1: continue to work with them. That says everything about you and your willingness to be complicit in the most disgusting, vile, parts yeah, of you're Hollywood literally turning to maintain the your fame.
2: Exactly. You're turning the cheek. You have kids and it says everything about your character and what you stand for. And I hope if she does continue to work with them and I don't want to say I'm a Kardashian hater. I don't love that family. I have said before, I think they are mm-hmm. sellouts. I don't think they really care. And this is going to prove me being right. Or maybe I'm not, I'll eat my words, but I'm telling you yeah. when it comes down to it, that family is about money and it's going to show this is going to be like the test attack time. they got the money right here. On the uh-huh. table. And now everybody's like,
1: oh my god Kanye was right all along but and listen I'm not defending Kanye because the anti-semitic stuff is a whole other conversation that can't be justified in any way shape or form right however has he not for the last what like two years been publicly outraged and crying about how he felt like his children were being exploited and used in inappropriate ways and now this and Balenci and he and Balenciaga no longer have a relationship. And I'm sorry, are we not seeing any kind of like are we not seeing a pattern with Chris?
2: Look at Chris though. Let's let's go back. Let's start with Chris. Because Chris did the same thing to her kids. She did the same thing to Kim. She exploited that sex tape. You're not gonna convince me, not you, but them, the people, whoever. Oh, I'm convinced. She Chris had totally did that on purpose. We've talked about it. And then she did it with her other kids. I mean, she did it with the younger girls, Kendall and Kylie. Like she hello this is just a pattern repeating itself mm-hmm. and hopefully kim dies with something so public like this hopefully she will step back for a second and think about it and think about what she's representing and what her kids are gonna potentially represent whatever especially but,
1: because north is old now i'm sorry north is almost a teenager right which is kind of crazy to so think. so crazy i know but she is almost a teenager you tell me she doesn't understand she
2: understands everything. She totally understands. Kids are not dumb. My no. niece who was with us this weekend, who is nine. Oh my God. That damn elf. She, I was like, it's so much easier when she's not here. <laughs> They're like writing notes <laughs> back to the damn elf. It's like, we're going to target with, with, um, Fisher's mommy and stuff. Can you please check? Yes or no. If you want to come back? Like, Oh my God, I can't. I was okay, like, bye. I was like, it's so much easier than my four-year-old. <laughs> That's really Kids cute. Kids are freaking smart. No, it was cute. I saved them. I'm gonna show them one day at their weddings, but. Um, <laughs> at their wedding. Yes. I'm gonna be like, hey, look. Um, at the end of the show, remind me to circle back to the elf thing. Okay. I got something to say. I'll do about my it. best to remember. Okay. Yeah. Same. Okay.
1: No, I don't have anything else to say about either. the Balenciaga drama. I'm like,
2: I'm very disturbed by it. We- and you know, I have a damn Balenciaga wallet. I'm switching <sighs> it out to my Gucci. You do? I sound so rich. I'm not y'all. <laughs> I am not. Yeah. No. That's so aggravating. Mm-hmm. Damn. It was cute too. So now people
1: on TikTok are like cutting up all their Balenciaga I was just shoes gonna say. and stuff
2: like that. And I'm like, mm.
1: You already spent the money. You already spent the money. Just just don't support them any further. Don't right. buy anything else. No. Yeah. That's going to send a message. Cutting up your old shit that they already cashed the check right. for. They don't care. Not, they don't care. Yeah. Not going not gonna to be an issue, but
2: don't wear it in public. No, just take a financial <laughs> hit um, by just not Just wear it spending. around your house and feel good that you could afford some Balenciaga <laughs> shit, you know? Uh, 100%. Do whatever you got to do. Listen to the heels click on the floor. Just don't wear them out in public. You're right. Yeah. Don't wear them in public. But now that we got that off our
1: chest. Literally. Okay. So, um, Real Housewives (laughs) of New York. (laughs) What?
2: It was like a pause. I was like, I don't know if I was up. I'm the dumb one, so. mm. Stop being so mean and taking my my limelight.
1: Why? But I don't know how to be nice. (laughs) I only know how to be mean. And we're not friends, so why wouldn't I be mean to you?
2: You know what? Get out of my house. Just stop being here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So... Real Housewives of New York. We talked about their new cast lineup. Yes. One of the people that I was most excited to watch was Lizzie Savetsky. Okay. I think that's how I say her last name. I probably... No, Savetsky. Yeah. So she's the one... So she was actually slated to be on season six of Real Housewives of Dallas. Okay. And then they canceled Dallas. And then she and her husband, she's married to a plastic surgeon. They're originally from New York, but they had moved to Dallas and were living there when she got cast for the show well they moved back to new york mm-hmm. and that's when she got cast they decided to put her on the 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 new new and improved real housewives of new york okay so she already quit the show um mid season they're not right. even done filming can so she do that contractually i don't think she cares i think she's willing to take the suit okay but so long the long and short of it she quit and ever since she was announced she is a very proud Jewish woman she is a Zionist I'm not I know a little bit about what that means but not enough where I could feel like I could actually educate speak to it yeah people on what that is but it is for some reason controversial okay Um, and maybe there's nuances that I don't understand Mm because I don't understand why it would be controversial but again I don't know enough to speak on it Mm -hmm. but so people are already kind of felt some type of way about that um and so she got a lot of anti-semitic hate once she was announced not anything that she's not already accustomed to she's a public figure she's an instagram influencer like she's used to being in the public eye and so she gets that hate already Mm -hmm. but i guess it was a very big uptick um when she she was announced which again not to be Political, but a lot of Bravo universe is very liberal, very Mm left-leaning. So I don't know if it's
2: related to like I don't know.
1: Yeah, I just don't know. But anyways, whatever. And nevertheless, she persisted. She just, you know, decided she would do the show. Yeah. So... That was not a thing. Then she announced that she quit and she made a statement saying that she was quitting because of all the anti-Semitic hate that she was receiving. She had ultimately decided it wasn't the right choice for her family. Okay. Um, and she's family first. So she's like, you know what? I'm not willing to put my family through this. I'm done.
2: Wow. Okay.
1: And everyone's like, No. She's quitting mid-season. There's got to be something more to it. Yeah. There was a rumor going around that another cast member, because she has.
2: There's a rumor going around. around. Don't be missing opportunities. Sorry. me Me and you. Okay, go ahead.
1: So there was a rumor. Going around? (laughs) That another castmate wanted her to set her up because she has a matchmaking business. Mm. And when, and this girl, there's only three single women on the cast. So there can only be so many of them, and we now know who it was. Okay. Um, but she she wanted to be set up, and Lizzie said um, no, that she only sets up Jewish people um, with other Jewish people. And she does that because Judaism is, I mean, yes, it's a religious thing, but yeah. it's also, it's a it's person. Cultural, yeah. So, we lost a lot of Jewish people after right. the Holocaust and Jewish numbers are like just getting back to kind of where they were pre-Holocaust, which is something that yeah, I learned recently, wow. which is kind of crazy. That is crazy. So, and and that's a very normal thing, right? Just like some Christians only want to marry other Christians. Like it, it is normal to want to...
2: It's a cultural thing too. Yeah. And, and what they believe and that type of thing too. For sure. Yeah. So this... It's also easier,
1: let's be honest. I, yeah. So this girl... Basically equated her to a Nazi. Mm. Uh, yeah. So she, another girl on the show. The girl who wanted to be set up. Oh, uh, uh, uh. um. OK, so here, let me just read the article Okay. because it might be a little more clear. OK, so uh, this is from page six. It says last Wednesday, we reported that Lizzie Savetsky had left the show before she'd even wrapped her first season, saying that she'd suffered a wave of anti-Semitism from the time it was announced. She That I was joining, she said, I was on the receiving end of a torrent of anti-Semitic attacks. As this continued, I realized that this path was no longer right for me and my family. And while we'd heard there was more to the story, production insiders downplayed other drama behind the online bullying or beyond the online bullying. Now it turns out, in fact, things went off the rails big time a few weeks ago while Savetsky was filming a scene with co-star Bryn Whitfield, and it got worse from there. We're told Whitfield asked Orthodox Jew Savetsky, who has a reputation as a matchmaker, if she'd set her up with a Jewish man. But Savetsky said that while she has no problem with Jews dating Gentiles, she prefers only to set up Jews with other Jews. She added that Orthodox Jews favor marriages between Jews to preserve the ethnic lineage. We're told that she explained that Judaism is not just a belief system, but also a people. Sources say that Whitfield felt affronted and said something to the effect that Savetsky's terminology sounded like that used by horrific people, meaning Nazis, who did evil things to your people, uh, which shocked Savetsky. According to multiple insiders, the tension caused by the scene led to an off-camera phone call between Savetsky and Whitfield, during which they discussed the power of racial slurs. So the original rumor that I heard was that, that that she called her a Nazi and that was the end of it. Well, there was apparently more following this phone call. So we are told that Whitfield, who is half black... Used the N word during the call, but rather than using the term N word, she said the word it represents in full. We're told that Savetsky got the impression that Whitfield planned to tell other cast members that Savetsky had also used the N word during the call. Sources say that Savetsky's husband, Dr. Ira Savetsky, was outraged and reported the alleged incident to the show's producers, but were told that when he recounted the call, Ira also said the actual word rather than saying the N-word. We hear he later apologized, but the damage was done and we're told that's when conversations began about the pair exiting the show. Insiders were keen to point out that Savetsky really did also experience an overwhelming volume of anti-Semitism online and that the N-word incident alone was not the sole reason for her leaving the show. The episode is something of an irony. Before the last season of Roni, oh, well, then it goes into talking about how the original cast kind of got put off, but okay, Yeah. So, and the whole point of this version of Real Housewives of New York is that mm-hmm. it's very ethnically diverse. There's right. I don't think there's anybody that is outside of probably Lizzie who would be considered white. Uh-huh. I'm not sure about um, one of the other girls, but yeah. So, yeah really messy and I don't so know messy. how they're going to play it off on the show yeah are we just going to write Lizzie out of the show altogether?
2: and like where and did it leave like off she was never there right like I wonder like how did it leave off with her last re- like filming yeah so it'll be <laughs> like really... did she leave slamming the door and then they're like oh and that's on that yeah I don't know it'll nice. be really interesting yeah. to see how they leave it to the it. housewife shit to be messy all the time time and that's why we love it and that's why they that's why they're doing what they're doing real
1: housewives potomac i'm just saying right now if you're a housewives girly and you aren't watching potomac you are missing out i have said since season one Uh it was the most underrated franchise and i stand by that it is this for the most part is the exact same cast as season one which you never see that because there's usually so much turnover right these girls bring it they have real relationships what season are they on now oh, I think six okay I think we're in we're in six or seven but oh, when I, tell I tried you, to watch the first season and I just couldn't first get season's in. terrible okay I will say first season I knew it was gonna be it was going to be good it had the promise of being good but it was only six episodes <sighs> yeah and I was like okay well that's so weird like I wonder why it was only six episodes okay don't even watch season one. It's pointless. Skip it. it doesn't you, matter. It does not matter. If you're going to start watching, start with season two. Right. Skip those first
2: six episodes. Maybe I'll give it a shot. Maybe I'll give Housewives of Potomac a shot. Because that's what I used to think it was.
1: There's no Housewives <laughs> franchise that does more dropping of the fourth wall than Potomac. Okay. All we right. have We have a husband who is um, accused of sexually assaulting a producer at one point. So we have that kind of drama. Yeah. There's um, uh, accusations of one of the other house husbands hitting and trying to get with other wives. Jeez. Oh, it is messy. These my, people are wow. I like it. Listen, let me live vicariously in someone else's mess. Right. We
2: don't necessarily want to be wallowing in messes ourselves. I want to keep but... keep my house clean while watching your mess. That's right. That's, that's it. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm not really a Jeopardy kind of girl cause I'm too dumb for that. But, uh,
0: <laughs> but Gabby
2: Petito's family is now suing Jeopardy because there was a question that said in 2021, fugitive Brian Laundrie ended his days in Florida's Maya Cucaracha. Maya Creek. Kikul- 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 Kik. La Cucaracha. Yep. La, uh, Chattahoochee Creek area. Home to these long lost. Or here. Oh my God. See this is why <laughs> I don't watch so Oh hold on. It just skipped. Home to these long and toothy critters. Alligators. Absolutely not. There's so many other ways that they could have phrased a question <sighs> exactly, for that. And that's exactly what they said. It was. And someone did say like who are alligators like obviously. But to. To put that like that is so insensitive because this case has been going on and on and it just really got closure not too awfully long ago. Like her family's still processing everything. I feel like They're they just still can't in, catch a break. We have can't. the lifetime
1: movie yes. and like
2: all of the documentaries, which I yeah. did watch and they were very interesting. It's it's really sad to see, but it's like really like we couldn't have thought of anything. Like you could have said, "See you later." Who are alligators? <laughs> what is whatever? But anyways, so yeah, they're like suing because it's I mean, it is very, very distasteful to do that, to, to use that. And it's like you couldn't think of anything else to say. I mean, didn't they go to court up until like recently still hashing out stuff between the families? Oh, no, I, mean, I think they're ju- I think they just started. Oh, see, that's the what families. I'm saying. Yeah, we haven't even had ongoing. closure on this. Yeah. And they're still dealing with it. And then they're going to, I don't know. It's just a lot. It's crazy. But anyway, they are, I think they're suing, I'm pretty sure is what I read. But either which way, like, oh. Or no, they're not suing. They want an apology. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's the half-ass headline. <laughs> we need a jingle. We okay, need a jingle that we can add can to this. Can we record one after this? Yeah. Oh, my God. God. I will just play Love it every time it. we flub a detail. Yes. Sorry, y'all. Um, It'll Brian, be the only thing you hear. Brian Laundry's family wants an apology. So it's <laughs> okay. All right. I really hate myself. I'm so sorry, y'all. I do understand why you say I'm dumb. <laughs> Is it dumb or lazy? I don't no. know. And listen, people are like, you're never prepared. And I'm like, yes, I am. See? See? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have the article pulled up. <laughs> Can I read? <laughs> no. Okay, either which way. Very sad. Don't no, be like, regardless. come on, y'all. Jeopardy, you don't fuck that. No, that's stupid. What's his name? Pat Segar? Pat Segal? Who's the guy that does it? Pat? Or Pat? He's dead. <gasps> Pat Sajak? No, Pat Sajak is Wheel of Fortune. Oh, what's the Jeopardy man? I don't, I forget. Alec? Baldwin. baldwin alec not baldwin danny devito
1: <laughs> alec you're right alex trebek alex trebek there you okay. go and he's dead um rest in peace i'm
2: so sorry yeah well wow.
1: a while ago actually like quite some time didn't
2: i start this story off with i'm not really a jeopardy kind of girl because i'm too dumb it's like Shh. the lord knew the words to give me he really does give you the right words to say so there's now
1: there's they did like I feel like for like a year and a half, they had a rotating door of Mm-mm. guest hosts. And then they settled on giving the job to two people instead of one. So it's Maya Bialik, I think is how you say her name. She's a blossom.
2: Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah she's really smart. She's like
1: a brain surgeon or something crazy. She's,
2: she's got like
1: two PhDs or something like that. Luther. Yeah, she's...
2: <laughs> 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 um, oh no I'm so dumb this whole story should be edited out no it (laughs) shouldn't it's so good (laughs) listen I don't bring much to the table but when I do it ain't much (laughs) oh my god I'm so sorry Uh, y'all I'm just here I'm just here commentating barely you're you're the beauty Mm mm-hmm um, something like that
1: <laughs> but yeah it's her and then it's somebody else who i think might have won it previously
2: i don't know wow i could be wrong about that too well it sounds like they just need to wrap it up I think, wrap it up I, I think so yeah
1: um okay so this really isn't like a, a topic topic but have you heard about the idaho murders
2: no, I only heard about it some... Um, I have our question box pulled up for what people wanted to talk about, and that was in there, but I didn't see it. That's okay, so it's
1: completely consumed my For You page on TikTok. That's how I found out about it, like, oh, okay. right after it happened. So in... Um, Moscow, uh, Idaho is where the University of Idaho is. Oh, the two girls and the, it was the four kids. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I have heard about that. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, okay. So if you haven't heard about it, these four students were brutally yeah. murdered inside they their were stabbed, house. Stabbed, right?
2: Weren't they stabbed? Yes. Okay. So
1: they're and they're so tight lipped. They definitely have more information than they're talking about. Mm-hmm. They said that investigators have said that it is the worst crime that they've ever seen. There was so much blood. It was soaking through the walls and dripping down the outside of the house. What? There's photos. I saw them. Disturbing. So the house has a really strange layout. So Mm -hmm. it's technically three floors. But the first floor, and I don't know how to describe it without really like drawing a picture. The first floor picture is like lower and completely separate. From the other two floors, like there's Mm -hmm. nothing actually above the the roof of the first floor. Okay, because it's on kind of a hill. Okay, so like it would be like as if you had a walkout basement, except Mm -hmm. that part of the house didn't extend under the under
2: the other two floors. Was it a livable space? Yes. So
1: there were two people in the house that survived that felt were sleeping through the entire thing. Their rooms were on the first floor. And the four students that were murdered, two were on the second floor, two were on the third floor. Mm-hmm. Um, they're saying that they're they they have no weapon, but from the they're suspecting a Rambo style knife, like a huge serrated knife. And they're calling it a crime of passion, right. which is why I say like I mean one knife, like stabbings are quieter murders, and they're usually very personal, mm-hmm. but they're just saying from the they haven't gone into describing, Mm -hmm. The scene Mm -hmm. outside of it being like incredibly gruesome. But they're saying that like it's a crime of passion based on what they're seeing. So who
2: knows? It is. I saw today that it came out that there was two phone calls from the victims before it all like.
1: More than two. So there were several calls. They're suspecting about an hour before when they're guessing the murders took place to one of the girls ex-boyfriends so there were several calls from her and then I guess a couple calls from her roommate to his phone so at first people were like oh my god they were calling for help I they're saying that no like that wasn't the case it was probably just it was 2 a.m they were drinking they had just gotten back from the food trucks and they probably the one girl was trying to call him and then when Mm -hmm. she he wasn't picking up the other girl was like I'll call him you know Mm -hmm. type of thing at least that's what they're kind of thinking supposedly
2: mm-hmm.
1: but it is it is such a mystery there's so little information that's getting leaked that it makes me really hope which means hope that well they have usually when it's like that
2: i think it's because they don't want the public to know what they've figured out because they're tightening up their story to make some arrests well that's usually. what i'm that's what i'm hoping yeah
1: because Mm. it is absolutely insane there's a photo of them like there's a photo of them that is kind of the main photo that's being used that was taken earlier in the day yeah it's just so so sad and people are really coming for the two living roommates thinking thinking that they had something to do with it or that they knew and i I see what you're
2: saying about the house
1: though okay you see what i mean yes it's a weird house it is so and a Po- supposedly this was a party house on campus so the locks were like a code mm-hmm. um, that you type in and lots of people had the code because it was a party house people they threw parties all the time and it is just terrifying mm-hmm. that somebody in their orbit they said there was no sign of forced entry so it was either somebody that knew the that code that or- knew the code or that they knew personally really 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 sad and that everybody so was killed in their bedrooms,
2: so it wasn't like, and it's like how does uh, so like did was it multiple people then that could like keep each person and like how does that happen that is it's so sad, it's so sad i've so from what
1: I've read, everything is speculation, of course, because we don't have any information, mm-hmm. but it sounds like they're thinking one person right, how? If they were all God. sleeping, and again, it's it's a quiet, a yeah. quiet murder. So you know,
2: yeah,
1: I don't know, but
2: like, oh God, that's just so sick. I can't Ugh. stop reading details about I know. it. I didn't, I don't know where I thought this. I'm took ab- place, but I've seen the story obviously. Yeah, but I didn't realize that's what the person. I mean, I'm obsessed about it. The way I was obsessed with the, the Gabby, Gabby, yes, Petito it's, case. It's so crazy and it's so disheartening because these kids like. Same thing with Gabby. Like when you're 20, 21, like your life is supposed to just be starting. Like those are the best Mm -hmm. years of your life. And like you said, the photo that was taken, you know, earlier in the day, like just all of that. And you're like, they had no idea that in a few short hours, I mean, not that you'd want someone to know that, but that is so freaking sad. And And the roommates, they'll never get over that trauma. Do you know that like, you're going to go to bed every night. Right. Right. (laughs) No, at the end of the day, absolutely. Like they had likely nothing to do with this like don't come at them unless you have concrete evidence that they need to be ridiculed because they're already dealing with trauma can you imagine going to bed every night no you probably can't the
1: trauma of one knowing that that happened in your house the guilt of knowing that that was happening you never woke up whatever and people are like how could you sleep through that but think about it (sighs) think about how many times when you were that age you came home drunk and passed out passed out or I don't think you necessarily, maybe you had this experience, but like if you're living with roommates and you don't go out for a night and then your roommates come home drunk, you bet your ass I was locking my door yep. because I wanted to be left alone. I didn't want my drunk roommates coming, busting in and jumping all over my bed and like, right, I'm going to lock my door and maybe if I have been drinking, I'm going to sleep soundly through the fucking right. night. Maybe I have a sound machine. Maybe I sleep with earpods. Like there are, are so many possibilities. Sadly, and maybe not sadly because maybe it saved their life that they didn't wake up.
2: So well, and if the roommates that were also murdered didn't wake up for each person, how are the people downstairs going to? On a totally that? different floor, yeah. Oh my god, it is no, it's very sad. Mm-hmm. It is so very sad. Yeah. Anyways, if you find out more details, let me know because I'm obsessed. No, that's so sad. I agree. It's mm, what? and obsessed sounds like I'm not taking no, 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 it no. seriously, but it's like mean. I'm just you fascinated get with the storyline. Like same thing with Gabby Petito. It was so. Right heartbreaking but fascinating like fascinating and not not like a yay this is great like it was just you wanted to read about it you wanted to hear about it you wanted the justice you wanted to find out and you hope to god they don't suffer you know you don't want that i think that was a big thing with gabby's case people really wanted to make sure that she didn't suffer that they truly thought like hopefully she did get knocked out or something and then you know from there because you don't want anyone I, i totally understand it's Wow, it's the plight of the true crime junkie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um. Okay. So we were gonna do for well. First of all, you guys submitted so many "Am I the assholes?" Uh, last week, which I love. We love that. Um. So we're gonna circle back to those. You know, corporate speak. We're gonna circle back to that. Let's just circle back. Um. But we're gonna go through a few of the anons from this week.
2: Um, yes, we are. And then I have a funny thing to read to you that we just got in on our box. Okay. So our Anon box, we just love these to death. Obviously we do them every week. Y'all send some actually really good stuff. Some of these juicy stories, if you send it Anon, please send us a follow up because like there's one that I want to talk to you on the show. Some of them.
1: That you were posting, like a yeah. few of them, I, like the real life kind of scenarios. Right. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to need more information. Okay, so how
2: about we do this? We should do a series of like real life crazy stories or anons, because I don't know if some people want to keep it private for privacy purposes. I don't know, tra- trauma or whatever. But I need more information because they're so fascinating. But anyways, okay. So we have a couple different ones that I thought would be fun to like talk about on the show. Wait, I'm going to interrupt you real yeah. quick. If you submit something and you want it to be anon,
1: but... You, you need more space. You, you need more us. space. Text us. Text the
2: hotline. Mm-hmm. 919-867-6776. Yes. And we will. We always, always keep things anon. Promise your name will not be attached. We've we don't see a name with that. We don't. We even. We have protected trust at all costs for everyone to this day. I yep. love that for us. Anyways. Okay. All right. I thought this one was interesting and it was a little bit more of an elaborate answer. So I was like, let's talk about it on the show because I want to hear your take on it. Okay. Considering your relationship and then mine's different. So here okay. we go. You ready? How many years should a couple be together before expecting an engagement? I've been dating my mans for four years, but friends two plus years longer than that. I'm freaking ready and impatient. Okay. So
1: my thought is one, how old are you? Because if you're 23. and you met when you were 18 that's Mm -hmm. a little bit different than if you're 32 because let's be honest we have a clock on our bodies so if children are in your future then yeah you don't have time to waste i also think that if somebody i think that you have to spend four seasons with someone Mm -hmm. in a in a a live-in situation Mm -hmm. before you can know for sure if they're if you're marriage compatible If after four seasons, your man doesn't know that marriage is the ultimate destination for your relationship and that's like what you both want Mm -hmm. ultimately, but he is not asking you, then like shit or get off the pot. Mm -hmm. But I think age is a big part of it, right? Age and where you are in your career. Like, I think that rule doesn't apply if you're under like 27.
2: Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Well, that's why, exactly. And that's why it was a long-winded answer because I think there's a lot of things that play into it. And I absolutely agree. I think age is a big part of it. Life experience is a big part yeah. of it. Where you're at, are you in your career? Are you just getting out of college? Like whatever. Um, because like for Mike and I, like you and Robbie were together for a long time. And so you and I long were time. very opposite on how our relationships have been. So y'all were together, what, 10 years or something? So yeah, we, so we started dating when I and was-, nobody was under age. The pump, no, the brakes. Literally.
1: <laughs> so we started dating when I, I was just about to turn 22. And we moved in while I was 22. We moved in like six months after we started dating. Okay. And then we didn't get engaged until I was 27, 26. But it had been a few years. It had been several years. And I was definitely ready yeah. at that point. But... I there had been a point in our relationship where like he was ready to get engaged and I wasn't mm-hmm. because I wanted a wedding more than I wanted a marriage. And mm-hmm. so I said no, like we need more time. Yeah. And then Which it I was very responsible. Thanks. And then the and then it the tables turned.
2: Yeah. The, the turns says-
1: tabled. Because <laughs> I was like, Okay, I'm ready.
2: Like <laughs> let's let's do this. Yeah. Like go get a ring. It's time. Yeah. So I don't know that I ever told mine and Mike's story. So we knew each other in high school, like knew of each other, went to the same high school, same group of friends, all of that. Well, I moved to Florida when I was like 23 or 24. I don't even know. And he messaged me within like a couple months on Facebook, uh, like when I moved or whatever. And he was like, hey, like, do you like living – like, you know, the small talk, whatever. And Mm -hmm. I was like, "Mm, not interested. Like, I moved away to get away, whatever. Well, fast forward, like, five or six years – six years, I guess, at this point, he – we started talking again on Facebook. And we always, like, kept up with each other, like, liked each other's stuff. We dated other people, whatever. And – well, I mean, he didn't date anybody. You know, he waited for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. And so he and I started messaging again, like, in December or November. I can't remember. But two weeks from that point, I was coming back to North Carolina to be here for like two and a half, three weeks. And that was our first time. So we went on our first date, like December, I think it was like 19th or 20th. I'm pretty sure it was 19th. I moved home like three weeks later and moved in with him.
0: Yes. Yeah. And so, it was like. So you guys moved in together fast. really quick too. We
2: moved, like We barely knew each other. And we also moved in together and I also like, I broke my lease in Florida. It was coming up for renewal, but then I was like, itching to get out and I knew I wanted to come home. And also like my dad was sick. So that's what I'm saying. Like life happens in the way it's supposed to. So my dad was getting sick and like, it was just everything kind of aligned for me to like move home and it worked out very perfectly. So yeah, he drove to Florida, packed up the U-Haul, we drove back and then we got engaged literally one year exactly yeah on the date that we went on our first date and then we got married the following year but like in August so we weren't so even together for married, two years yeah you guys got married quick see so and then once, we had a kid right away yeah. like it all happened that's a, that's a lot <clears throat> like that yeah
1: no. <laughs> we were so once we got engaged we were engaged for almost two and a half years mm-hmm. so we were engaged a long time that's what too I'm saying. you
2: and I had the most opposite yeah.
1: stories ours that. was but we had lived together so long. Nothing changed by us getting married. Right. It was like I was ready to just kind of like sign the paper because yeah. we were already living well, as a married had together couple. together for so
2: long at that point. I mean, what really were you going to find out at that point about each other? That's what I mean. Like, like it, it, the jig was up. So yeah. in
1: response to like her situation specifically, I think that if you're if it's been four years of dating, mm-hmm. you're ready for marriage. You know, I think you have to have a really honest conversation about mm-hmm. it. If you haven't, he should know. After four yes. years, if he is unsure as to whether or not he's ready to get married, mm-hmm. then I think that's the answer. Then that yeah. is your answer. And I think that you have a decision then to make. Are you going to be OK? Do you love him enough to say, I'm I'm OK spending my life in this mm-hmm. relationship that isn't this is as far as it's going to go? Right. Or is it time to move on?
2: No, I. Totally but I think agree with
1: that. age is definitely a big part of that, and you yeah. know where he's at in his career. Right? Is he still in school? Is he? There's just there's a so lot many of many factors, different yeah. variables. But
2: if y'all are both ready and able, and you are like in a good place in life, I think that's really what it is. If you're in a good place in life and you are starting your life or you're living your life, whatever it is, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, he should know. Like men, you gotta know. Like yeah. this is not a newsflash. Like. Tell me now, if I were to find
1: myself single Mm -hmm. in my mid Mm thirties and I'm dating a guy for more than a year and he's not ready to propose. If you don't know. Yeah. That's 12. You've got, you've got 12 months. You have one full season with me in a committed relationship, a committed monogamous relationship. You have one full season with me. And if you are not ready to propose and, or, and I'm not ready to say yes, then it's time
2: we move on to the next person because. When you get older, you don't have time to Mm -hmm. waste like that. And nobody needs to be talking anyone into getting married. Like, at that point, no. Okay, real quick. Remember when we talked to Booge and she went out with the karaoke dude? Yeah. She's going to kill me. I'm going to tell her after I talk about this. So she went out with him a couple Uh more times. Okay. This fool. No. Was married. Okay, listen. You know, he got divorced because he said that he had a little karaoke thing. He was sneaking off and doing karaoke. And I was like, that's weird that his wife wouldn't ma- like, care about that. Like, oh, my God, poor guy. Like, oh, he just wants to sing a show tune. Like, I, I know what that's like. Because, same, when I tell you she left here on Saturday and went and met up with him, uh huh, he ignored her the whole time because he was like, hey, I got to go sing a song. Like, what song am I going to do? Went up there. I'm like, bitch, it is in Garner. It ain't Nashville. You're not in Nashville. He kept coming back to the table, fishing for comments. Like, how did I do? Like, how did I sound? Like, Get out. videos were so cringy. I was dying. She left. He didn't even know she left. He texted <gasps> her like 15, 20 minutes later. And she's like, yeah, you just noticed. He's like, yeah, sorry. When I was like walking, um, these guys started asking about my song. They really want are you kidding me? I'm like, no. She's like, I'm done dating for a while. I was like, absolutely. He was so obsessed with himself and his karaoke. I said, that makes so much sense that homeboy got a divorce because of karaoke. Can you even? Are you dead? i speechless. I told her, I said, when he came back to the table, you should have like, I mean, you were a little bit off key, but like, it wasn't horrible. Like, she should have screwed with him so badly. Can you even? He ignored her just seeing karaoke the whole night. And I got to show you the videos. I have them. <laughs> She was texting me. I thought I was going to die. I said, he (laughs) a karaoke kink. (laughs) I said, he is so self-obsessed with himself and the karaoke is so gross. I was like, what? That is loser energy. I love karaoke as much as anybody. I promise you, I do. But to take it that seriously, in Garner of all places. Garner? (laughs) I can't. Absolutely not. We got to get her on to talk about that because that was something else. Lord have mercy. I thought this one was another good one too. Okay. Once you make it as a bib, do you find your friends support or resent you? Hmm. That's a good question.
1: Um, I think it goes one of two ways. And I think that you'll know where your friendships lie. Because I think we've talked about this before. Yeah, where... I think if you find, like, really quick success, or not even quick, but just, a, like, a lot of success, mm-hmm. the people in your life that are envious, and this is not across the board, right? Because some people get a big following and they turn into a big fucking assholes. Right. We know a few of them. Absolutely. But other people, obviously, that's not the case. So mm-hmm. I think that there's often, like, envy, you know especially if other people if your friends are feeling unfulfilled in their lives and then all these wonderful things are happening for you I do think that they're they're not mutually exclusive I think that you can be envious of somebody and still also be happy for them of course but I think some people let one be
2: stronger than another
1: and Mm -hmm. not in a good way so
2: no I think I, I agree with that like some people like whenever it's like are you happy are you jealous like you know, people hate a lot, and I think we we've talked about this on like length or like on at, at length end at length And at nauseum. Yeah, but what's the other way at length? Yeah, that. Um, we've talked about it a whole heck of a lot, <laughs> and it's like we like you said we've seen other people change when they've gotten success, and then we've we've seen other people not, and it's so mm-hmm. hard because. I don't think anyone knows how that's going to be for their life until they're living in it or whatever. And it doesn't even have to be on this big, huge scale. It could be any type of success, really, like whether whether it's your career or bib or whatever it is. And it's like, it's so hard because the older you get, we had a lot of friendship submissions to this particular time about, you know, just friendships falling out and friendships doing this and people not being happy. And it's like, you get to a certain point in your life where if you're not married or, You are not having kids or you're not doing what everyone else around you is doing. Sometimes that can trigger like jealousy. But like you said, sometimes you can be a little envious of that, but you're still happy for them. But you also want that for yourself. Yeah,
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're mutually exclusive. And I don't think feeling. I mean, I think that everybody's like. (laughs) She's just jealous. I don't think it's. I think it's a very normal human emotion. It to is,
2: but there's also people that are jealous bitches. Oh, for sure. And, I'm and not saying yes, that's the because case because I it's feel not like across the board, a bad it's, thing. It's not. It's not. But there are definitely situations where girls get jealous and they get really catty and they talk shit and people find out about it and it's like right. That sucks because you can try to bring your friends along the journey, but some friends aren't receptive to it because they're so far up their own ass being mad about whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? It's so hard, but I mean, I feel like I've never ever, and I've I've told you this, I've never been unhappy for you. I'm always happy for our success and like what we're doing. And I feel like we play off of each other. And like, if you're doing good, I'm doing good. If the podcast is doing good, then you're doing whatever it is. What's the saying?
1: Like what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I
2: don't know. I
1: think. Like if it's good for you, it's good for me. Of course, or if it's good for
2: me, it's good for like us. You are who you surround yourself with, and we're freaking superstars, bitch. (laughs) No, I don't know. It's hard, but we did get a lot of girlfriends. We need to start making the anon boxes specific to certain things. Sometimes, like girlfriend problems, like your girls that are friends' problems, or text in, yes. Text in. It's people, fine. It's anonymous. People love the Anon box, which is so crazy because some stuff doesn't need to be anon. Like there's some things that I'm like, oh, I really wish I knew who said that. Like it's I know. so nice. Or like whatever. You know, it's like people are like, love you girls so much. I'm like, damn, that don't have to be anonymous. You can let us know in the box because it makes it look like it's us. <laughs> it is not us. But I kind of wish I knew. Um and then I think that's kind of it. Um, okay, so what I was gonna read you is um update on something you said oh okay oh boy so we got a dm it's actually funny and it says lmao y'all are wild i'm catching up on episodes now spencer elon musk does not live in a two-bedroom house he lives in a gigantic spaceship themed house (laughs) love your positive perspective though
1: i swear (laughs) no hold on oh my god i know i i read that somewhere
2: it's probably his guest house Hold on. Now I'm mad. I'm just glad you got something wrong. (laughs) Musk's house. Oh my god. I can't wait. Hold on.
1: Okay. He actually has a lot of homes. (laughs) There's a rumor going (laughs) now No, hold on. About Elon Musk. (laughs) Hold on. Okay. When was this written? Mm
2: -hmm. When? (laughs) you shut your mouth hey listen the way that I debacle that Jeopardy earlier what is Spencer getting something wrong Alex or whoever sorry rest in peace uh Okay, wait, in May,
1: Elon Musk, the billionaire Tesla and SpaceX CEO (laughs) and now Twitter tweeted that he would be selling almost all physical possessions will own no house. A few days later, he listed four stunning mansions in Los Angeles for a for sale for a total of one hundred and thirty seven million dollars. Elon Musk's house portfolio holds Gene Wilder's former home, a $30 million mansion in L.A. and a historic 100-year-old mansion in the San Francisco Peninsula. Um, So let me see. At one point, Musk owned several properties across the greater L.A. area, collectively worth a whopping $70 million. Blah, blah, blah. He sold his houses.
2: We're going to follow up on this one. Spencer is not letting this go, so we'll we'll post a follow-up <laughs> story. I just love that. That made me real happy to read it because you are perfect at all your news articles. Bitch. <laughs> no. I,
1: <sighs> I mean, listen, if I'm wrong,
2: I'm we, wrong. We'll eat crow. I eat a lot of crow. Give me some salt I mean, and pepper at this point. Same.
1: <laughs> Elon Musk. What I say? It
2: was like a two- Two-bedroom.
1: Two-bedroom Two-bedroom, two-bath down the road is his yard fence dead? just a, just a humble house yeah chain link <laughs> oh you're really sprung for the metals wow <laughs> uh, yeah he's fancy He fancy elon musk uses fifty thousand dollars boxable tiny <laughs> <laughs> this is unfolding so well. <laughs>
2: Well, either which way, we can, yeah. Okay. okay, here
1: we go. Okay, well, August 7th, okay. Elon Musk says he lives in this $45,000 very small house. The home is within walking distance of his SpaceX facility. Tesla and SpaceX mogul, Elon Musk. So he Musk, has a whole ass
2: spaceship, yeah. Also, SpaceX, what is that? A spaceship, yeah. It's like his. I know he goes to space and stuff, like super cash, like just gonna take a suit. Like when people cash. are like, men are from Mars, he's like, actually, bitch, I was just on the moon. Does he ever land? Like when people go in space, do they just go up there and float around yeah. and then come back? Yeah. Why would you do that? That's like I don't stupid. I see it, but like,
1: no, my anxiety could never.
2: No. First of all,
1: I can't even think about outer space
2: without having a full on panic attack. So, same. When I think about space, the infinity like buzz lightyear said it best infinity okay. and beyond like think about infinity it just doesn't end like what Literally if your spaceship end. just decided it w- didn't want to come back down like you just went and like how do you how how does that work and this is where my extent
1: existential like difficulty with like god and space and no, it's just so don't confusing go that path. i'm not but i but this is but that's why it's like getting so you a difficult bible for, for christmas me. <laughs> you probably should because she is unholy <laughs> okay let's let's get into this okay tesla and spacex mogul elon musk is currently ranked as the world's richest man and you don't get there by without having quite a portfolio but this week he claimed that his main home isn't part of it and is actually a very small property that costs less than fifty thousand dollars so he is estimated to have a net worth of two hundred and sixty-eight billion dollars,
2: billion. billion, billion,
1: and said on the Full Send podcast. He podcasters should, making news. Wait, is
2: he? He does podcast interviews. Let's get him on. We should. All right, we'll ask him what he thinks about Elon. All the
1: have your people call our people. <laughs> so he said on the Full Send podcast that his primary residence is a three. You know what. My mistake. I said two bedroom, but it is in three fact bedroom. three bedroom. Spencer, see? he's in a mansion. Every square footage counts. Yeah, uh, three bedroom resident. Wait, hold on. I can read his primary residence is a three bedroom house in Boca Chica, Texas, which he purchased for its proximity to SpaceX headquarters. It cost like forty five thousand or something. Musk said on the podcast. It's very <laughs> small. The home is within walking distance of the facility where SpaceX is working on building a giant rocket. Friends of mine come and they can't believe I'm staying in this house said musk of the 800 to 900 square foot home originally that's some small ass bedroom <clears throat> originally a two-bedroom home <laughs> that expanded into three when musk converted the garage into another bedroom Look at him. which is also where he said his mother stays um i'm just repeating that from memory from the last time i reported on this i love that
2: he lives <laughs> at home with his mom
1: <laughs> um it's just when she visits he said he's trying to change the name of the street that the house sits on from Weems Street to Meme Street. <laughs> he would. Yeah, he would. Uh, he, also, he added that he also owns a tiny home in the same town, which he uses as a guest house. That structure, a boxable, cost about $50,000. The model, called Casita, is touted by the company as being 375 square feet with eight foot tall windows, blah, 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 blah. So... He sold off his homes, and now he has a three-bedroom house. And I'm just saying, I would like the receipts,
2: if I'm wrong. <laughs> we want to see these how this went down. So he has no more house besides that? That's it? I will do further research, but he has allegedly listed all of his okay, homes. Okay, well, please post it to stories with the back screenshot in of the thing. Okay, well, we stand corrected. I was excited, but there you go with your <laughs> fact-checking. Wow, fact checking's overrated.
1: Overrated. Listen, I'll be if I'm going to be wrong, I want to be wrong. You know? You were right. I'll admit it. You admit it. But I do love that somebody messaged that. That was
2: so <laughs> funny i call me out anytime i say a lot of wrong shit that nobody calls me out on i say a lot of wrong shit that everyone always calls me <laughs> out on <laughs> where's the justice <laughs> oh man wow, what a doozy of an episode guys what a doozy mm. it was a long one it was you're welcome y'all deserve we, it though yeah we y'all owed him a, cu- a long episode we're gonna kick back up our <sighs> WWUs this week too for our patrons like sorry we've slacked we know although if you did
1: not listen yet to the love is blind recap um you should because we got, definitely should it was pretty good I think we Did got, you listen to it well when I was editing I listened to it oh, a little bit yeah, okay we
2: were pretty fired up we were fired up because that was a roller coaster so if y'all want to hear that Head on over to Patreon.
1: Sure was. So yeah, Patreon, if you don't know, it's a way to support this show that we make for you for free every week because we love you so much. Um, sometimes they come out on Tuesday and sometimes they don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there are also bonus episodes when you subscribe at the Miller's tier. So to join Patreon, that's where all like our good shit is, you know? We'll get into some juicy details there mm-hmm. that we can't say on the show love a paywall we love a paywall it's a little bit of protection patreon.com slash swiping up um subscribe youtube subscribe itunes spotify wherever you listen to podcasts rate us five stars leave us some words of affirmation text or call into the hotline 919-867-6776
2: and if you're looking for last minute christmas gifts on common swiping up for 15 percent off you won't regret it scared, thanks for sponsoring the me guys okay, okay. Love y'all love you ya. bye, bye.